Cool. Um, well, shall we crack into an interview then? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah, welcome to the show, Pam and Nikki again. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Thank thanks for coming in. Again. It's yeah. been yeah, it's great yeah. to see you guys. And um, so we've been through nearly all the summer. We've still um, got <laughs> some of it still left. Still going. Hopefully, bits changeable today. So um, for the listeners, Pam, um, Pam and Nikki are from the Nature Through Arts Collective, who um, I met last September. I, I thought it was only um, October, November, November actually, but um, and they were just about to launch something called the Imagine My City Hundred Days Creative Challenge, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, Today, I understand, is the last day of that 100 days. So, um, yeah, too early to say how's it, how's it gone? <laughs> no, it is. You did right. Today's the last day of the challenge, but it's, the, the, the project is still Rolling. on the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah because we, we segue from this into an exhibition, which happens in March yeah. very soon, yeah, from the 17th to the 23rd, and that wraps up then, the project wraps up. Cool. But, it's been an, a fantastic, a fantastic pilot, actually. Really, Good. really yeah. neat in, in a lot of different ways. So the, yeah. the background of the project, just to refresh, is um, it, it's about kind of connecting kids to nature, isn't it? And, and you guys, um, yeah, do you want to tell us a bit about the background? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and in an unusual and very interesting way, drawing on a lot of the research that we might have said a little bit about last time, about the fact that kids are often very disconnected from nature. Richard Louvre had just been to New Zealand and he'd talked quite extensively here about nature deficit disorder and the fact that as kids become increasingly more families, increasingly urbanised and here in New Zealand, there's just that slipping away from connecting with what's in your own sort of backyard. You know, nature might become the odd school camp or... Or you might be lucky enough to live in a family that gets out mm. and about. And then there's the, the interesting challenge of the digital media. Yeah, I was just about and to say, yeah. screens is the word on the, mm. in my mind, yeah. Mm. You know, and what Richard Louvre, again, he's, he's got this really interesting term called the hybrid mind, recognising this is where kids live now. They live in these. This is this is where mm. they, they are, and they're, they're in the physical world as well. So we've taken all that on board. But, but more, we were also particularly interested in Nikki and the creative arts. Mm. Oh, well, yes, there in. was that, that um, connection between um, the melding of arts and sciences together yeah. and getting those two strands, which are often seen as very different strands, but um, one the intuitive and one the more rational. But in fact, they're both needed to help solve complex problems in the world, apparently. Yeah. So we really wanted to take that on board and... Um, play around with that a bit as well and see what came out of that yeah so that was mm. actually one of my questions was um was uh kind of what what do you think kids will or children will learn through through all of this and it is that kind of problem solving working together and has all of that been the aims of the project yeah it, it has well that the whole one of the aims of the project was to <clears throat> initially ignite young people's um enthusiasm and imagination and dreams and visions for what their neighbourhoods or city might be like Mm. if it was rich in nature. The whole idea about vision is sort of like getting that imaginative imaginative creative spark first, which then leads to potentially some some action. So research also suggested that um, that creative zone, that heart zone, is often the zone that you need to work with with young people initially before they will actually then translate that into some sort of behaviour. So with our launch, that we had our creative launch, where we had sort of artists and actors and scientists sort of coming together in this really interesting fusion, what we know from a little bit of research so far about that, that kids and their parents 
actually were taken into a whole new zone, really, by those actors and artists and the scientists. They held them in that zone and allowed their imaginations to be a lot more free and interpret the environment in a, in a really different way. And so the kids have actually, we've sort of seen that energy come up around creating stuff, and we've already got a lot of um, people, young people stepping up into that space, showing us their creations, and all very different, mm. right from, you know, little mini-series on YouTube through to sort of little boxes of creations called mystery mm. boxes and big, huge bits of wood that have got various sculptures on them. Ah, so cool. it's, it's sort of, that's where it's led. And yeah. um, the next step beyond that, we don't know because that's, that that's, that's will come after we'll the come, exhibition. We'll come to yeah. that, yeah, in a second. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. so can you tell us about the launch? So it was... Um, I saw um, on the blog on so on the nature throughout wordpress dot com your your website. Yeah. I threw a, I saw through the blog there um, a really captivating photograph of um, a previously extinct bird, seemingly <laughs> being chased by some children. <laughs> um, and so I believe yeah. that was the launch. And do you want to tell it us was, about what that, actually happened at that, the launch? It was. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that was our um, w- w- the children that were invited to this launch um, were informed that they were going to be on a sort of a, a nature trail. So that was what they were told they were going to do. But when they actually got there, um, they found that within about five minutes, they were into what was called like a moa hunt. What happened was that they carried on normally and they were introduced to um, <laughs> two, two people in the community who were doing a lot of restoration with a, a local stream there. So for the all intents and purposes, sort of conservation it looked education. like a standard environmental mm. ed. And then suddenly there was this great whoo, you know, out of the bush and out came this moa, a sort of like bigger than life-size huge Mm. moa. And, I mean, from that point onward, the whole event took another turn because the kids suddenly and their parents were transfixed on, now, what the heck is this now? It's not an environmental. And it was on a piece of theatre. And the whole rest of the journey was about trying to find that moa and, and having encounters on the way. That's right, because mm. the encounters on the way were with real scientists and educators doing real stuff. So yeah. looking for insects and, and fish and yeah. talking about the kaka and the story of that wonderful work that we were seeing, the kaka now starting to nest so close to the centre of the city. But then suddenly the moa would appear or, or a sound would be made. Also, there was an antagonist in the drama who was particularly she effective was for the kids. Absolutely wonderful. Played the part of um, Uncle Arthur, who was always a rather sort of a dodgy character, offering that kind of other voice. You know how, as a conservationist, I, I often get into the mistake of thinking, well, everybody thinks like this and we all think it's good, but Uncle Arthur turns up in the drama and he says, Oh, this moa, it's a very lucrative proposition. <laughs> we could make a lot of money out of this. <laughs> yeah. And so it sets yeah. up this kind of whole interesting tension, doesn't it? In it. Yeah. Where the kids, and the whole idea was to get kids to be active players in that drama. So it's an experiential piece of theatre where they kind of made decisions along the way of what was going to happen. Mm. And then when they got to the end, when the mower actually, they finally found the mower and chased up and caught up with it, the the, the leader was also an actress. She, she, she was acting her part as the field leader, said, well, now you've got the mower, what do you want to do with mm. the mower? And it really was none of the parents, none of us, none of the actors knew what the kids were going to kind of decide, you know, with, it, mm. with this 
Moa. And, you know, there was chance of, well, let's take it to Zealandia or barbecue <laughs> it or, you know, all sorts of oh, ideas amazing. came out. <laughs> yeah. And in the end, it was just like this moment where the kids went, um, no, let's free it, free yeah. it, free yeah. it. And they shouted, free it, free it. And then they watched as it walked away into the mists of the bush, you know. And it was a Person. really powerful moment. It was com- They were completely silent, which is, you know, something for 30 highly energetic kids as <laughs> watching this mower walking it was it was really mm. yeah. and I thought yes so we've achieved a... what we set out to which was really touching that affective domain yeah. mm. you know not just the cognitive and it is really that that does unlock the gateway to learning to science learning to, to all sorts of things it, it just opens up doorways and we didn't see that in kids and what was interesting was that we had um, in the afternoon session we had a big big group of youngsters there from one of the social housing communities and they were fantastic Mm. it was just so good to have those kids and one one of those boys in particular was just highly creative and and made tremendous sort of contributions and we sort of see him as a potential he's a young young, leader leader, he is only 10 at the moment but you know you can just see how somebody starts out yeah Mm. yeah we had mm. a, after they they decided what they're going to do with a the mower. They then went into a. Um, we had the community hall there, and that we had a big what was called a wonder wall, a big a big sort of frieze on the wall, which sort of had the outline of Wellington City, and then the kids kind of like swooped on that and started drawing and writing in with little yeah. stickies. What, all what their would they ideas, like to see if, a, if you want to yeah. future city? So, so the launch was kind of um, getting the spark of the it inspiration yeah. to, that would hopefully last them through 100 days. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And That's right. partnerships yeah. were a big thing in the project, weren't they? So um, yeah, it, it UNESCO totally. as yeah. well. Um, That's right. The New Zealand National yeah. Commission for UNESCO was mm. as our big partner in it. So, um, you know, that they're all about... Um, uh, empowering a diverse range of young people um, to be innovative, critical thinkers in sustainable development. So it was really natural pairing there, I think, mm. and partnering. And and then obviously we, we focused on the Mount Cook community and the suburbs surrounding that. So we've worked very closely with, a, with the Mount Cook community um, and um, the community that lives there as well. So that included people who are doing restoration there, Matu Booth and also Kemi and Nico, oh, yeah. who are artists yeah. who live in Mount Cook. Do you, want, do you want to just tell us a bit about Kimi and Nico's role in it? Because they played uh, a, a oh, indeed. significant yeah, part. Yeah. Really, really important part because they're such... Um, a, for a start, they're young people themselves and they're fantastic young role models and their art is so unexpected and magical and grounded all at the mm. same time. And, and their miniature representations of things that you might well find in the natural world, you know, little hearts and... Mm watercourses. So with them as partners, they actually created some pieces specially for this performance, but they're all interactive. So for example, there's a wonderful piece called Booth, which is like just a little tent-like information booth. You can put your head in there and you can see a board with what's coming up today and you can leave messages on the board or write messages in, in the notebook. Um, and they've got a lovely um, little um, thing called step, which is sort of hidden in the bush. And you just mm. sort of come across these things if you're wandering in the bush. And you just step up a few little, sort of like a little chicken ramp, isn't it? And you go up mm. onto the step. And you think, oh, what's that? It's a step. But when you step onto it, 
it actually that whole physical thing of lifting yourself up and now you're yeah. above Change and you're looking through the bush mm. and watching the kids on that we had a work, they they ran a workshop as well a, se- a second workshop they were mm. part of the launch but they've also run the workshop and watching the kids on that they just started sort of <laughs> sort of gesticulating didn't they with their mm. hands and embracing mm. the environment and looking into the distance and you could just see it mm. transporting them somewhere else in their own imaginations thinking about Nature, or, and those yeah. those parts have remained uh, in in the on site throughout the hundred yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. still there now, cool. and they're adding to them over the summer. Super, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People should go and have a look. Top of Rolleston Street in Mount yeah. Cook. Yeah. And so the launch had heaps of theatre and heaps of um, other things involved as yeah. well. Yeah, we had bin, yeah. the binge culture yeah. collective all woven together mm. into a into yeah. a kind of a, a dramatic narrative, in which, and this is how collaborative it was, the partners all played quite a major role in, in what that narrative was. Mm. People, in a way, they kind of co- we were we were co-creators. So Binge came along with, I suppose, a, a you know, a concept, a unifying concept, say the more. But the story was very much written about the, the characters that we had, the people. Mm. That's good. And, 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 and their yeah. stories. And it, it kind of evolved in a, in a very authentic kind of way. I never felt that there was anybody controlling it or trying to write it to a particular end. Mm. And people really felt that. They, I think the partners just... Yeah, well, they said afterwards, everybody felt like they had a free hand in what they said. So nobody actually said, you must do this or you must do Mm. that. But they each brought what they needed into that event, knowing what the aim of it was. So it was quite a... It was an interesting sort of Mm. dynamic, iterative process, wasn't Mm. it, in sort of developing that theatre. But Binge, I mean, they are fantastic at what they do, and they're Mm. all about... They had that experience about how you do theatre in the community sense, like... and. To expect the unexpected, that's what it's all about. You mm. don't quite know what's going to happen when you get there. That's <laughs> cool. And again, yeah. they're young actors. And uh, so right. I think for the kids, there were, and with the art, artists and, and the scientists there, there were, there were wonderful role models. And I think that's really important for kids that they are exposed. Like you could go and, and view a piece of theatre up on the stage, which, which is wonderful if it's good theatre. But there's something about actually being involved. In, in this very direct way that I think it's a different relationship. Mm. The children are not looking at the actors on the stage. They're actually interacting with them and influencing <laughs> what happens. It's not so much and of a clear line when you're, when you're younger no. as well, is it? So they'll kind of be in, in yeah. the, 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 yeah. the exhibit. Yeah. Um, and I was just going to say, that, so that's the outside, but then we also had fantastic support from Wellington City Council and um, Wellington Zoo and the Department of Conservation and Zealandia. So mm. all those... You know, agencies involved in um, in nature in Wellington were sort of and then, blended their expertise in there too, which was great. great. We, yeah. we had a really beautiful um, opening with Nevin from Tiatiawa Taranaki, Fanui, and we began with um, actually just just a a mihi or a, a welcome, but then a special karakia which was a quite a long chant. It was really wonderful. And, and as Nevin was chanting, we walked into the park from the top of one of the streets in Mount Cook and, and came into this sort of green space. And there was this real sense of, especially with the chant, of leaving that everyday world 
of houses and everything that you do every day of the week and coming into a completely different zone. Mm. And there was a, there's it was a part of the theatre, really, wasn't it? There yeah. was. There's a certain point along that tr- track into the park where there's where the river actually reappears, you know, from being underground. And suddenly you see this wonderful stream. Mm. And it was it's really quite... It was a very significant moment and at, at, like an entry point when the children suddenly come into this realm of nature, mm. yeah. heralded like by, you know, by this wonderful mehi in Te Reo Māori, but it was really very special. So it sounds like pretty much the, um, the perfect launch for, um, for the 100-day creative challenge during which... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, during which... Sorry, I was just taking a call in the studio. Yeah, so during which um, you, you, yeah. you basically gave yeah. a, really a blank canvas... Um, and not not just a blank canvas of uh, physical <laughs> painting, but a blank canvas of you can do anything you want. Video, dance, yeah. is that yeah. kind of... Yeah, yeah music, mm. paint, mm. whatever, or creative, sculpture. So, yeah, it was really just a free hand for, for, for young people to decide how they wanted to um, envisage their city yeah. or neighbourhood through through art space medium. Yeah. And so that's been happening for the last 100 days, and that's yeah. leading to yeah. um, an event in mid-March yeah. coming up. That's right. So, so in mid March, we'll be at um, Art Space in mm. Tory Street, seventeen Tory Street, um, from what did I say? The seventeenth to the twenty third of March. Yeah, right at the end of the Art Festival. Yeah, and so this is going to be a real showcase of what kids have created during this hundred days. Um, plus, we've got. Um, a lot of photographs that were taken actually of the launch and during the challenge, they'll be up there. Lovely photographer Mary Hutchinson, local as well. Mm. She's took photographs. Um, she's a street photographer, so there are some really neat stuff there. And we'll show some of the clips of um, footage that's been taken during the launch. Uh, we've got oh. Cassidy Abbott, our youth ambassador, has created a little mini series called The Mower Hunt based on the launch. And he's Super. <laughs> Is that online now? It's yeah, online now on YouTube. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll... Access yeah, from our that. YouTube channel on the okay. on our website, yeah. And then, um, again, Wellingtonian uh, Mike Potton, filmmaker, he's created a little highlight reel from the launch as well, which is, again, on our website. Um, and that just gives you quite a neat idea of what happened at the launch. Mm. And then also we're going to be having um, talks and interactivity and, yeah. and forums during that week as well, a variety. Super, cool. So, so we're sort of co... It's it's a co-launch with Kimi and Nico, which is quite neat. Mm. So there'll be plenty of, of interest in in what's being exhibited, but also, as you said, Nick, with the the events happening in the evenings, the various talks. Mm. The plan, the program is still sort of evolving, but we've definitely got some clear. It sounds like an amazing. Dates and I'm, I'm in awe of how much work you guys have been doing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, just well, it's to been link an the process, yeah. and, and it's not just like you say; it's not just art. And I can see the thread of the the art and the science linking together, and and how important that is. And um, and this is a just all just a pilot. Um, mm. so yeah. <laughs> you do have work yeah. for a pilot as well. But yeah, um, do you pilot, do you yeah. see it rolling out? What's the future of um after the uh, if, I, if I may ask? After yeah, the, um, yeah. Well, no, it's a really good question. March. And and we've sort of um because this has been an iterative process, we've been doing some action research along the way. So actually looking at what's come out and then tweaking it, and looking at what's come out and tweaking it, and and sort of part of our evaluation is sort of suggests that that this is um. It is a transferable model, that it's a community-based learning model, really. Um, and 
there are parts of it that we, you know, you could do in any suburb, couldn't you? You would, you would adapt mm. it, you'd work with different community and, and work with it in that sense. <clears throat> um, as to the actual challenge, the 100 days, we still need to reflect on that because mm. that'll happen at the exhibition and we'll see what comes out from that and about what could possibly be the next steps for it. Mm. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of learning in the whole process about how you work collaboratively with a community, mm. and it takes time. Mm. Um, and then through that, what's the learning? Like, what, 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 did the, what did the kids think? What did the parents think? What did the partners think? And actually, just as much as it was about nature and, you know, there being outcomes for nature um, in a community, it was also about... The social outcomes in the mm. community is what we found. We hadn't anticipated that. I mean, I guess really we kind of knew it was there in the back of our head, wasn't, wasn't it? it? But it was like the partners who were involved in the community yes. said that they had felt that they were a lot more connected with the community afterwards. Mm. And that, with their green um, spaces. And with their green spaces. And, and with of, the agencies. It's amazing. It's amazing. I just speak personally of my own complacency sometimes with um, the things that are right on my doorstep and thinking, oh, I'll get round to having a look. And then, and then something like what yeah. you've done has been the, the opportunity that's that's brought people out of the houses and into the space as well. No, and not no only more, but that, meeting each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, and 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 various, you know, the partners each had various things that they they would do now differently, mm. bringing being more creative in, in some of their education programs and actually you making more use of these sort of local mm. greens mm. green spaces and actually um, bringing young people, bringing some of the the projects say like bird banding that normally happens at, at some distance. There's no reason why some of those projects, this is from the partners, mm. couldn't and shouldn't be done in a community setting where you actually bring keen young people on board and you start mentoring them into this kind of, you know, yeah. interest. Yeah. Mm. It sounds like a really, I mean, it's a really good note to end on, but I'll just um, do, a, do a few plugs. So, yeah, what do you want? To, <laughs> so it's the nature through arts, um, dot WordPress. so naturethroughartscom not the... And um, mm -hmm. that's the website, and you can kind of get links to everything else from there, can't you? Yeah, yeah. and we're also yeah. on um, Facebook and Twitter, so um, if people want to see what's going on cool. in a more current and, sense, that's there. And yeah. the event will be up there on Facebook for it as well, yeah. 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 So that's 17th to the 23rd of March, um, just at the end of the Arts Festival um, in the Arts Space on 17 Tory Street. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah and, we'll, and we keep an eye on the website. We can kind of see what's happening in the and, as and, Yeah, yes. the programme. Because yeah, we'll have special right. spots for so, children and families yeah. and other things in the evening. So, yeah. Super. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks so much for joining us. And, um, yeah, so it's Pam and Nikki from the Nature Through Arts Collective. Thanks so much for coming in again. And it's um, really much, great Ellie. to see you guys again. Yeah. And I'm just going to reach over the desk and put some music on. <laughs> so, um, here we go.